Yeah, talking about Eufy.com. The Eufy video lock is unbelievable. Get it on Amazon. You can get it at Best Buy stores starting on May 20th. What is it? It's a smart lock, 2K cam, and doorbell, three-in-one, triple security, so you can have everything you need in one device rather than install many pieces on your front door. It's not just for security, but also for convenience. No more concerns about losing keys like my wife. You can assign passwords to your family members and see them coming back home via the integrated camera. It's easy to install and set up with just a Phillips head screwdriver, no drilling required. It's got a keyless entry. No more fumbling for the keys. When hands are full, never worry about kids losing keys or passing among the renters of your house. You got a rental property out there? This is a must-have. I love this product. Uh, Just got it a couple weeks ago. Huge fan. Have the ring camera. It's okay. It's not as great as this, so I swapped it out. Uh, Go to Eufy Video Lock today on YouTube. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock or visit EUFYofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your front door. Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Yeah, welcome to Drinking Bros. Kids getting ready for the Christmas party tonight. Join us live at 8 o'clock Eastern tonight, 7 Central in Texas. We're doing the giveaway for Lasro Lopez. There we go. There we go. Rav for Lopez. We are only $3,700 away uh, from completing the goal tonight. Let's do it, dude. Pop that up on screen there, Bob. Where are we at? Oh, man. $9,076. There we go. Uh, let's see. We who's... can do this tonight. Yeah. Let's see who's uh, donated recently here. Yeah. Uh, We've, four hours ago, someone dropped $500 in, but they decided to remain anonymous. Anonymous. Look at that. They don't need the vanity credit. Love it. Love that. Cheers to anonymous. Or maybe it's just the actual group anonymous. You know? could, either way. And they're going to kill Lopez and blow up the car. I don't know. Uh, who else is on there, Bob? Uh, let's see. Casey Shipman just dropped five bucks. Uh, Robert Levitt dropped thirty. David Bloom for uh, fifty bucks a couple hours ago. Jo- uh, Joe Maltese six hours ago dropped a hundred. Reed White, hundred bucks six hours Reed ago. Blanco, thank you, Reed. Yeah, no, a lot of people donating. Um, yeah, a lot awesome. Of people. I awesome. Think, let me see. Two, there's two hundred and thirteen people have donated so far. Unbelievable. Uh, thanks, you guys. So, yeah, we'll be raising the rest tonight or now throughout the show here. I'm going to try to pop in the link here live on the feed. Uh, we will be live on uh, on YouTube tonight for the Christmas special as well. I want to remind you of that. Uh, Patreon, uh, you're going to have the, the end of the year meme special because, let's face it, that's the only place that we could show that. How disgusting have the memes been that you've gotten here, Dan? Um, you know... They're not all disgusting. Some of them are just fucked up. <laughs> but they're pretty rough. Yeah. 
Oh, either way, looking forward to that here. Let me post this link in the old chat here for Lopez. Um, boom. Scotty, you can have it here. Donate, and uh, we appreciate it. I like that you can pin things now at the top of mm-hmm. the page. Thanks, YouTube, for doing something right this year. Uh, the rest of it's fucking bullshit, but, uh, but this isn't. Uh, where we go? Boom. Pin it up there. Pinned. Speaking of bullshit, uh, Brent Pella episode being uploaded currently again Thank on you. Vimeo. So on Patreon, it'll be right back up in the next hour. Yeah, it was, uh, we got dinged by Universal for uh, NBC Universal for the fucking Saturday Night Live clip. Uh, sorry that people were trying to get people to watch part of your show. Fuck off. Um, but the world isn't fair. That's, that's what it is. We'll re-upload it tonight. It's not fair for uh, Donald John Trump here. Um, this is the craziest shit I've ever seen in my life. Uh, two things last night were trending. Uh, Colorado, which uh, I was kind of figuring some type of shooting there, either school or uh, theater, wasn't that. Or weed, potentially, some type of drug thing that's fun up there. But nope, uh, they decided that uh, they would throw Trump out of the election here and that you wouldn't be able to vote for him and they're invoking the 14th Amendment. Uh, What does that mean exactly? Well, not the 14th in its entirety, but Section 3. Okay. Which um, it's a Civil War era amendment. Obviously, the 14th Amendment uh, is from the Civil War. Section 3 says no person shall hold any office, civil or military, under United States, uh, who having previously taken an oath as an officer of the United States to support the Constitution of the United States, shall have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the same or given aid or comfort to the enemies thereof. So, <clears throat> uh, it is um, only been used between the Civil War in 1872 when the enactment of the Amnesty Act went into effect. It's never been used outside of that. And it's a very obscure ruling mm-hmm. that was made during a time of literal civil war. Yep. Right. To prevent uh, uh, people from the Confederacy for running for public office in the new America, essentially. Right. Uh, so a few things on this. Uh, one, he's not been convicted. He's not even been charged. For, yes, convicted or charged mm-hmm. for insurrection, even in the Jack Smith case uh, for January 6th in Washington, D.C., so I'm not sure how you arrive at that. Well, so historically speaking, uh, you didn't need a, a, a conviction because the Confederate leaders weren't convicted of anything, right? Yeah, I'd say oh, the, who that used to apply to mm-hmm. after the Civil War. I mean, that you weren't... There wouldn't have been any convictions. Right, there were no trials. Right? So like you it's were not articulated in the law that you, a conviction is required for this, basically. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's their interpretation of it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess... You're allowed to do it over there uh, if you want to. But now this is going to get kicked up to the Supreme Court, the actual one, not the Supreme Court of Colorado. Mm -hmm. What do you think the decision is going to be there? You know, to be honest, I don't know. I think John Roberts is a cuck. I think the deep state doesn't want Trump anywhere near power. Mm -hmm. And I think think there's a decent chance um, that... I think there's a decent chance that the Supreme Court comes down on the side of keeping Trump off of those ballots. And if that's the case, then it's going to happen in Michigan as well, Yeah, which I, is interesting I, because Michigan is a state that Trump will probably win. 
Um, he's ahead now yeah. by close to 10 points. It, it's a huge swing state, and he's it, it, all, all signs point to him winning. And then Arizona as well, another swing state where all signs point to him winning. Is, is mm-hmm. there, there are challenges uh, for those ballots as well. <clears throat> if the Supreme Court says that this is okay to do this, absent any kind of fucking due process for Trump, then I think there will be a literal civil war in this country. Okay, because that, that was going to be uh, my final question regarding this. Uh, civil war itself was trending number two last night on Twitter, and I agree with you. Uh, if you take Trump off the ballot, especially after he wins the primary and is the candidate for the Republican Party here, um, what what would stop anybody here from even... Man, I guess even... <sighs> Not going to the goddamn White House and tearing it down. I mean, what? Like, well, I don't know why you would, would go to the White House. People would lose their mind. Everybody rallies <laughs> somewhere. They always go somewhere. When Trump got reelected or elected for the first time, everybody went to the White House and we're going to do something. The Palestine protests. We're going to do something. They all end up going there. Oh, there was there was an, uh, another insurrection at the Capitol last night. Oh, I didn't see it. Yeah, yeah. Oh. it was people having a Palestine protest another outside one. the Capitol. Yeah. Great, great. Um, We've been insurrected. Again. Uh, again, for like the 90th time This time here. it's personal. Uh, so, all right, so let's say he's off the ballot in Colorado. This holds up in Michigan and Arizona and a handful of other swing states here. Is there anything stopping the Republicans from pulling Biden off of the ballots in other states? Uh, yeah, I mean, they've talked about it a couple. There, there have been a couple of, uh, let's see, which states was it? Um, <clears throat> bomb, bomb, bomb. Uh can't find it i imagine it's states that he wouldn't win anyway um probably i mean florida was one of them <clears throat> but you know that that's not the right uh, solution dan, dan patrick has suggested taking biting off taking biden off the ballot in texas that's a story from four hours ago yeah that's dumb that's I dumb mean, you, you don't fight tyranny with more tyranny it doesn't i, I like, agree. If, if we're gonna fight let's fucking fight yeah but don't try to use the same legal strategies that are anti-constitution that the enemy's using that's not how it's done if it has to come down to it and we got to fight, then we got to fight. But the, it's, it doesn't make any sense to do it that way. And I don't like it on either side. So I, <laughs> I, I don't agree with Republicans taking Biden off the ballot in any of these states either. Um, who said that? Dan Patrick? Uh, yeah, the Texas lieutenant governor. Yeah. I, and it's like, look, he wasn't winning Texas anyways. Colorado, who knows, man? It's a weird state. It's purple. Colorado's blue. It is, yeah, it, it is blue. It, okay. Biden would have taken now that. Now it is, yeah. Right. Uh, it's, it's very similar I mean, uh, what Lincoln wasn't on the ballot basically in the entire South Mm -hmm. uh, in the 1860 election. And uh, I think the North kept some people off the ballot, too. Probably, yeah. But the only one, the only states that actually matter are Michigan and Arizona, at least the ones that have animated they want to do something like this. Um, to, To avoid conflict, I think the Supreme Court likely will not allow this to happen. Right. I, I can't imagine. But, but, now, but now you're getting into a state. Like, this is very complicated. You're getting into a state's rights issue because <clears throat> by and large, states have a lot of autonomy in how they decide how their fucking presidential vote is going to be cast. Now, the, Fed- the FEC, the Federal Election Commission, can uh, go to a state and say, hey, your practices are corrupt or your practices are, are racist or whatever the fuck. Your redistricting is fucked up and file lawsuits against you and make that shit change. But um, for the most part, in the same way that the parties can decide however the fuck they feel like it, who their 
candidates going to be. States have a lot of power to decide where their electoral votes are going to go and how, right? So, mm-hmm. so most states just give all the electoral votes to the winner. Some states are split based on percentage of vote and stuff like that, but the state gets to decide, right? Right. So <clears throat> now we're going to have this, what will become a landmark Supreme Court case about how states are allowed to adjudicate who shows up on their ballots and how, and that's going to open the floodgates for all kinds of fuckery, right? Like, because <clears throat> different states have different ways of doing this shit, but I believe the federal standard is incumbent on the left, challenger on the right, right? Mm-hmm. And then if it's a primary in order, in alphabetical order, right? Or if it's a down ballot thing in alphabetical order, if it's not separated by party or whatever the fuck. That's typically how it's done, but I'm not sure there's a law that actually says you have to do that. You know what I mean? I think people just do it because that's the way it's done. Yeah. <clears throat> but this is going to call into question everything about our voting process. Uh, it is, if this holds up here. Now, looking at uh, Texas and Dan Patrick, uh, him and DeSantis floated the same thing for Florida, uh, basically citing the same thing of, look, uh, Biden let 8 million illegals into this country this year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, We could leave him off the ballot or impeach him or do whatever regarding this. I don't want to see any of this bullshit happen. Um, me personally, uh, I think the biggest shock to me uh, was I didn't think we'd ever see this in our lifetime um, where they try to take any candidate off the ballot no matter what. Uh, the other thing that uh, was shocking to me personally is uh, if this were to go down, man, and then this holds up, I don't see how you prevent a civil war then at that point. If the Supreme Court allows this to continue, and especially if other states, ones that actually matter like Michigan and Arizona, try to do this bullshit you're gonna see some fucked up shit for sure oh yeah because it's, it's gonna go down you would think <clears throat> that there's no rule and or law at that point and i wouldn't give a fuck who's president or anything like that uh the wild shit let's say you take him off some of these states and he goes in uh could you write him in and then win yeah okay mm-hmm. you could write anybody on the ballot all right uh, and would they be forced to do it then for that state? So let's say everybody wrote in for Colorado. Mm-hmm. Uh, would Trump win then? Uh, I, I mean, look, write-in campaigns are notoriously difficult in the first place. Um, and then, you know, the, I, the one thing about it is they do have to be manually counted. Mm-hmm. Right? It's not a Scantron. Like, it, it's, it's on the same sheet, but you have to literally write the motherfucker's name in there. So there will be a massive legal battle because the democratic party and and well i'm the democratic party if the the dnc that which controls voting i don't give a fuck what people think about that they control voting will do they'll pull the hanging chad bullshit Mm -hmm. for sure like oh that's are you sure that's actually says donald trump so if somebody's got poor handwriting oh no throw that vote out right right and then the republicans or trump campaign will sue and it'll go back and forth and we may not know who the fucking president is for a couple months again man this would be wild because the other portion of this is uh is rfk jr if he decides to stay in as a third party candidate he ends up getting a bunch of votes there uh and then you got trump off the ballot in a couple states people already don't like biden Mm -hmm. what a fucking mess man just trying to sort this out right now i mean what a goddamn mess this would be yeah I mean, it'll be, look. Well, so if, if Trump was taken off the ballot in two states, what, what Michigan and, and uh, uh, Arizona? Yeah. Right? Uh, lean into camera bump. 
Sorry, that doesn't okay. that doesn't necessarily mean that that Biden would win those states. Like you could get into a situation that we talked about before where uh, there's no majority holder of electoral votes, mm. and then the the vote goes to Congress, which is currently uh, Republican held. Okay, uh, I'm reading this. The disqualification clause in the Fourteenth Amendment has never been successfully invoked against a major presidential contender. No, it, in it, US again, history. it's it was only used. From the end of the Civil War, 1865, until 1872, when a new when when everybody was forgiven, I guess, basically, for their Confederate bullshit. Okay, but it was it was specifically designed to keep members of the fucking Confederate government from becoming members of the United States government. That's that was the intent. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, so it says here, Colorado Supreme Court has stayed the ruling until January 4th, allowing for a certain Supreme Court appeal. How fast would they hear this appeal? Because primaries are it's, it'll in... it'll happen by next week. Oh, it will. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Over the holidays, holy mm-hmm. shit! Yeah, the dude. appeal will happen. But, well, that's why they gave them a stay until January fourth, right? Like it, they'll they'll hear the appeal wow. and the probably towards the end of next week, I would guess. I didn't think they worked this late into <clears> the year. <laughs> they don't ever work. <laughs> who who are we talking about? <laughs> Talking about Congress? No, uh, the Supreme, Supreme Court. Court yeah. yeah, they. I, I don't. I actually don't know what their work cadence is, but yeah, I, I honestly, I don't think this will be allowed to go down because <laughs> well, if it does, it would open up the door for how many other states would probably do this? Uh, yeah, which is like all the right leaning states, which there are more of, right? Mm-hmm. Would take Biden off the ballot? Yes. Um. <clears throat> And then you would just have a civil war. We would have two separate governments. Yeah. So now it's time to fight, right? Right. Um, and that would kind of be it over there. Because if they say yes to this, I, do you think that's part of it when they sit there, like, looking at the, the country as an overall whole? I would have said this before the abortion thing. Uh, and then they, they overturned that and they were like, now we're good. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with this. I, I wonder if, if they're genuinely going to sit there and be like, all right, if... If we approve this, there's a legitimate shot at an all-out civil war. Because yeah, Michigan yeah, yeah. would follow and a bunch of other states mm-hmm. would follow. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, it's like uh, <clears throat> maybe that's what they want. Maybe they want to, they I guess, they spent the last three years identifying all the dissenters. And now they want to fucking draw them out mm-hmm. and try to pop them, maybe. Who knows? Uh, because right now, you know, everybody online is saying uh, that the Democrat Party is, is in a state of paranoia over the numbers of Biden and how everybody wants him out of there, including their own party. Mm-hmm. This isn't just uh, Republicans here. This is their own party. Repubes. So this would probably be the last shot at trying to get him out. That or the, the Jack Smith thing, which I think that will, <clears throat> will go to the Supreme Court as well. And then all of this will be pushed after that. Uh, the fun thing, though, again, these uh, primaries are coming up, what, January 15th? So 25 days? Mm-hmm. Fuck, man. This is wild. Uh, Colorado's GOP primary contest is slated for March 5th right now in 2024. And uh, it says Republicans in Colorado are consider- considering switching to a caucus system if the court ruling is upheld. What does that mean? Uh, instead of having a vote, you have delegates. Who vote for the entire state? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on, 
Come on, man. I mean, looking at all of this, do you think we'll even get a fair and honest election out of out of any of this? I don't. I don't know that I believe we've ever had fair and honest elections. And I don't mean like the last however many years. I mean ever in this country. <clears throat> Wasn't there a blowout? Like, in the even, 80s? Even, was it Reagan who won by like eighty over Mondale or I, something I don't like remember, that? But even even in um, even George Washington, like those votes were fucking faked. A lot of them. They wanted him. Really? To, they wanted him to have an overwhelming majority. Yeah. So okay. a lot of that stuff was not real. What about his wooden teeth? Uh, it wasn't wooden. It was the, it was a slave and horse teeth and shit. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. He <clears throat> uh, uh, had a special hammer. Okay. Would hammer out some slave teeth, put them in his own mouth. Oh, so he would take them out of their mouth and put them in his own. Yeah. Yeah, That's I mean, he washed, he washed them. Well, you have to, right? Yeah. Well, I don't, you don't have to. but For I, hygiene purposes. I'd recommend it. They weren't big on that back then. I mean, he might have just popped them straight in. Where did the wooden teeth story then come in? Uh, it's a better story than stealing teeth out of slaves', slaves mouths. Mouth, yeah. 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 I started a company called slavemouthteeth.com <laughs> and uh, didn't do well. <laughs> the merch uh, sold out, but uh, the teeth, not so much. They're hard to get these days. Uh, but yeah, I can't wait to see what happens here. It's a fun story before the end of the year because we're off air here after, you know. Uh, Friday, and then we're back on January 8th. But I'll definitely keep an eye on this. If they say yes, though, I don't know how you avoid an all-out mm-hmm. civil war and chaos here. If the Supreme Court affirms their decision, does does that work for all states, or is that really yes. just affirming yes. Colorado's? Nope. That, no, would, that, that, would, that would then work for all states. That would work for all states yeah. if they so choose. Yes? Correct. Correct. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it okay. doesn't remove him from the ballots everywhere. Right, right, right. It just would say that states have a right to do that. And wouldn't even need to go through channels it, there would be no more appeals right right after right. that yeah. okay and then there would well there would be some appeals but they would be in the form of ieds and fucking rifle rounds and shit like that so um <clears throat> i'm looking at the the michigan one here i mean i think more likely would be a lot frankly more likely than civil war would be um most of the cuck red states would capitulate mm-hmm. kentucky and places like that would capitulate uh, Texas would probably start the process of secession, if I had to guess, because there's a big secession movement here already. Yeah, that's been going on but, for but a while. But I, I don't know of like a full-on, because it's so geographically disparate and shit, I don't know how you even do a civil war. That's why I always say that, like, between who and whom, exactly. Because mm. I'm not fighting a war for fucking Lindsey Graham or Donald Trump. Yeah. I don't, I don't give two fucks about either one of those people. Like, no Republicans get my fucking dick hard, dude. I'm not fighting for them. So I'm not, I'm not fighting a war that's going to end with Republicans being in control. If we fight a war, it's going to be to end the federal government forever. And that would be fun. Mm-hmm. Like, that would be a good idea. Well, you could keep a lot more of your fucking money. Sure could. Sure could, dude. Uh, staring at these property tax receipts, it's miserable. Uh, it does say, though, the Minnesota Supreme Court was presented this exact same case earlier in the year with a similar opportunity. Uh, but they actually fa- they ruled in favor of Trump in Minnesota. I didn't know that. Yeah, that was, what, two weeks ago? Yeah. Uh, the state of Michigan also received a challenge from the same group behind Minnesota's attempt, free speech for people. I don't know what that means. Uh, though a state court previously ruled uh, in favor of Trump, the group appealed the case on Monday to the Michigan Supreme Court, which has four Democratic-leaning judges along with three Republican ones. So I'm imagining here that this thing will, with Michigan will probably go forward and then the Supreme Court decision will knock that out. <clears throat> if they uphold this, though, holy shit, bulls on parade for 2024. Mm-hmm. 
Because then you don't need primaries. You don't need any of it. I, 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 how do you even move is forward this, with a, a government? Then, is this I guess? A, a bigger deal for the primaries, right? Like, it's because obviously Trump wasn't going to win Colorado, right? Like, Michigan's an important. I don't think it's state. a big deal for the primaries at all. So you Trump, don't think Trump will be the Republican candidate in every state? Every state, yeah. If he, I mean, if they keep enough, if enough blue or purple states keep him off the ballot, would that deprive no. him of delegates that would no. then go to... Okay. There, there, wouldn't be a, there wouldn't be enough to keep him from being the RNC. But by the way, the RNC could just nominate him either either way. So it doesn't... Like, there's nothing they can do about that. The primaries are pretty much... Yeah. There, there's no point in even having Republican primaries. We all know Trump's going to win. Right. To be honest. He's up 50 fucking points. Because that, if, <laughs> if that was the case, Bob, um, you know, you'd have to have somebody closer, a candidate closer... But nobody's even registering within 50 points of him. This Nikki Haley narrative that the media keeps trying to spin here of how great she's doing. Yeah. She's at like 6%. Mm-hmm. I don't understand what's happening here, but that nobody's going for fucking Nikki Haley. So that's not going to happen. Uh, my guess, there's no way the Supreme Court will allow this. I just think for the good of the country. I don't know legally what the standing is for something like yeah. this. <clears throat> I mean, they did. My pay grade. But- they, they did it for. Um- that like the Civil Rights Act, right? Like we were already getting cl- like Brown versus Board of Education. A lot of people think that Brown v. Board delayed the Civil Rights Act because Brown v. Board was what fifty five, I think, and then the Civil Rights Act was until sixty five. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people believe it delayed it by interfering with the process that was already organically happening, right? Where people, like just ordinary citizens of the country, were like, "Hey, let's stop treating fucking black people weird," and telling their elected officials like hey let's not do that anymore and elected officials are starting to like all right cool we'll do that and then the supreme court lays down a case and people start getting mad about it same thing happened with abortion by the way yeah uh uh when like states were already moving to set a 15-week limit on abortion which is nor that's the average around the world right Mm -hmm. And then uh, Roe happened, and then a whole fucking industry of anti-abortion people popped up for the next 60 years until they got rid of it, basically, or 50 years until they got rid of it. So, you know, the court intervening and stuff like that can be good, I guess, sometimes, but it can also be pretty fucking bad. Sometimes the tree of liberty needs to be refreshed from time to time with the blood of patriots and tyrants, you know what I mean? If you don't go through those processes, then the layers of bureaucracy and authoritarianism just get deeper and deeper and deeper and harder to fucking fight off. Well, how would you... That's kind of, I always think that's interesting because it's like, oh, the court intervened, but like they didn't choose to... like. They weren't like, hey, this looks weird. Let's go do it, right? Like people are bringing suits. Sure, yeah. And so if they bring a suit to, to the court and the court is like, yeah, that is unconstitutional, what, what would their... Court, what would their course of action be other than to, to I don't know the court turns stuff down all the time for yeah. a myriad of reasons so that's right? my thing so would it be they just see it and they're like eh like no we're not going to take that case yeah maybe uh, Even on, on this, this are you this, talking about this one this no, one in general th- this one they have to because it's an appeal I mean they're not well that, that, that's not true they could return it to the lower court yeah right which would be odd but if they <clears throat> if the supreme court returns it to the lower court in Colorado, then it doesn't become law for the rest of the states in the union. Right. Right. So another fucking thing could they, there, another challenge could be, uh, uh, levied against them for that. So who the fuck knows, man, man, uh, Ramaswamy though, did, he did say, look, take me off of that fucking thing too. If this is what we're going to start doing in these states, uh, so far he's been the only candidate to say that. Um, 
you know, the rest of them, uh, this, this feels like a, a gigantic Hail Mary here at the end of, of the game. Uh, I, I can't imagine this would, this would go through. But if it does, buckle up, dude. It's going to be a wild-ass 2024. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a wild-ass 2024 anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, so. I mean, this would just certainly kick <clears throat> it off, wouldn't it? Man, because we're close to January 6th. You know, it's in another 17 days. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it'll be on a uh, Friday this year, I Is think. Is it really? Right? Seven, eight, no, oh, it's no, a Saturday. Yeah. We're, it's a Saturday. Oh, shit, we're off for it. Yeah, it's yeah, a, we're off wait, for it. the 6th. Yeah, the 6th is Saturday, so, um, and it'll be the Saturday after the Thursday when the when this decision actually goes into effect, so there's time to get to the Capitol, I guess. Yeah, man. Um, I think we should start storming buildings that have nothing to do with it, though. Like, we're going to the Fredericksburg Walmart. Yeah, we're gonna fucking storm that place. I'm eating all all their hot Cheetos. I'm eating all of them, right? And I'm gonna shit diarrhea all over their floor. All, what I can't just get start off. doing weird shit because well, that's I, just like a normal riot, right? Like that, you yeah, see, like yeah. you see, like riots in 2020. And you're like, I don't think burning that Wendy's is sending <laughs> the message you think it is. <laughs> that was the one in uh, Atlanta, right, where the guy got shot in the parking lot. They just burned I, that Wendy's yeah. down. Yep, that's like, exactly what happened. Fuck Dave Thomas. Yep, and fuck his his ginger bitch daughter. They torched that motherfucker. That's the weirdest protest I've ever seen. If you could storm anything, I think top of my list is a dine-in pizza hut with a buffet still. Uh, obviously, freshly stocked. What about CeCe's, though? Uh, CeCe's pizza? Yeah, the better variety. You do. There's they don't have a about, salad bar. I yeah, there's something so. about the, the pea hut. And even their breadsticks. Um, oh, there's one in... There's I love a, their breadsticks there. There's one in Charlotte. There's a pea hut in Charlotte that still has the fucking salad Dine-in? bar. Oh, oh yeah. It's oh, glorious. Yeah, it's I'm like, all in for that. It's like, a, it's like Mecca. You know, I'm all in for uh, that. I, I'm a, it, I was always fun. a big fan of Fuddbreckers as a child as well, though. Were you? Yeah, because I could get like a big ass. You couldn't get big ass hamburgers. It was before Hardee's started That's that true. fucking six dollar burger bullshit. Yeah, you couldn't get a big ass hamburger anywhere. So I would just order two and make my own out of the meat. You know, um, and then they had wedge fries with gallons of fucking nacho cheese. Oh, just yeah. pump it on till it's Jesus fucking empty. Jesus Christ, dude! Yeah. I mean, it fucking sucks. Life sucks now. <laughs> We don't have any of that stuff anymore. <laughs> yeah, Fuddruckers is gone. Uh, I love the the statement that uh, New York Mayor uh, Eric Adams made, though, about what goes on in New York City. That sounds fun. Oh, yeah, Bob, did you hear that? Like, when you what? wake up in New York, you don't know if planes are going to slam to the side of the World Trade Center or somebody's going to start a new business. Yeah. Like, oh, those are the two things. Pop huh? this clip up here. <laughs> I like the optimism of them, though. That's it's kind of an upbeat mayor's take on uh, his crazy si- well Dan I don't know if you saw our meme from yesterday that we had Joel make yeah, did you see that one <laughs> that's New York that's baby New York baby yeah, could, like, oh is he really doing the fucking oh, yeah, chef's of course kiss is. thing yeah. what an asshole that guy's an asshole Papa Americano you know that's that's homeboy's fucking agent yeah, yeah. yeah it's Tommy DeVito's agent fucking that's Steve. New York though like this guy could become famous overnight or planes could crash into the building find that clip on Twitter Bob of uh, Eric Adams the way he says it too is hilarious where you're just like alright what man. was he thinking you know I think he's already checked out of the job because he's got what the two rape charges against him right now yeah um, there's another thing with the immigration going on right now there's some charge there that they're trying to work out uh, I think he's just checked out of it where he knows he's out of there after this, so he's like, fuck it. Mr. Mayor, we've come to the end of what was a very eventful 2023, right? <laughs> so when you look at the totality of the year, if you had to describe it, and it's tough to do, in one word, what would that word be, and tell me why? Uh, New York. 
this is a place where every day you wake up, uh, you could experience everything from a plane crashing into our trade center to a, a person who's celebrating a new business that's open. Uh, this is a very, very complicated city, and that's why it's the greatest city on the globe. <laughs> What the fuck, man? <laughs> like, what? Certainly, it, he, he jumped right into the question, so I feel like he oh, got that question fuck, in advance. Dude. Yeah. And yeah. Then he, this, yeah. Is the, this is what he wrote. Softball. Yeah. Why is he saying that, like, 9-11, like it's a part of, like, a Frank Sinatra song? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's just dude. like, New York, New York. Holy shit. I, so I missed the last line of that, <sighs> that clip there. Um God damn it, man. Just the way he says it, it's just so positive and upbeat. You know, planes could crash into the world. A new business is open. You know, you could be selling shit from Etsy. Like that's on the back. It's, a, it's on the travel brochure. <laughs> like, come to New York. Witness uh, our business is being created. Witness acts of terrorism that kill 3,000 people. Perhaps like, at the same the time, right? Because in order to start a new business, that former business needs to be out of the way. So yeah. Sometimes yeah. you got to fucking clear a path I, I guarantee you somebody started a business on 9-11 that day and they were so oh amped. yeah it was a flag business David Cross does a great bit about this he's like as soon as there's some there was some asshole that, in the Midwest who like makes American flags uh -huh. and, and stickers and pens and shit and yeah. as soon as he saw that second plane hit he was like hello flag money hello sticker money <laughs> <laughs> oh it's great uh, got a little bit of breaking news here. U.S. reaches a deal with Venezuela to release an ally of President uh, Maduro there in exchange for 10 jailed Americans down there. Uh, the Maduro ally, Alex Saab, is a Colombian businessman who was arrested in 2020 for his alleged role in a money laundering scheme there. All right. What was, what's, the, what's the big deal with this guy? I don't know who that is, and I don't care. I don't either, man. Um, but what did we give up for it, I guess, is the real question. We gave up him, and then we got 10 Americans. I want to see what they did. I want to see what the, the Americans? 10 Americans did. Yeah, In Venezuela? Yeah. Uh, it's probably all State Department people. You think yeah. so? Oh, yeah. yeah. You don't it's think it's not, like just people doing coke and <laughs> no, shit or mules? No. no, we wouldn't trade a fucking... We wouldn't trade a big dick guy for that. That would be dumb. All right, let's see here. Uh, I think you're right. So among the Americans, the State Department said... Uh, there are six who are being wrongfully detained, uh, including Evan Hernandez, Jarrell Kenamore, Joseph Cristela, and Savoy Wright. But the senior administration officials said at this time, uh, we're not naming any of the other individuals. Yeah, that's because they all work for privacy. the State Department. Really? Which is also the CIA. <laughs> of course. We, we've been doing shit down in Venezuela for a long, long time. Oof. As part of the arrangements... Uh, Leonard Francis, who's better known as Fat Leonard. That's what I call my dick, actually. Is it? Yeah, Fat, Fat, Leonard. Fat Leonard. Fat Leo for short, <laughs> or Fleo, uh, which Fleo actually means federal law enforcement officer, so I get in trouble with that sometimes. My cock has been arrested several times for impersonating an officer. Yeah. Um, but it was just a hat and a badge, dude. That's all it was. I didn't, I didn't arrest anybody. No, and you didn't have any bracelets on you, you know? Well... Um, I was wearing a cock ring. Were you? Yeah. Okay. Just to keep it hard, you know. You got to. Uh, so he, Fat Leonard, was behind uh, one of the worst bribery scandals in U.S. Navy history. I don't know what that was. In 2022, weeks before his sentencing, 
uh, sentencing, Leonard fled to Venezuela after escaping house arrest by cutting off his ankle monitoring bracelets. Good for him. You know? I like Good it, for man. Fat Leonard. He, he's, I mean, he's one of those guys that Eric Adams is talking about. He was just starting a new business. That's all he's doing. And he needed mobility and freedom to do that. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe next week he'll fly a plane into the fucking World Trade Center. D'Anthony, we got some sponsors to put this shit wagon on the air. First and foremost, ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. 50% off everything in the entire store. That's it. All of it. Mattresses, sheets, pillows, adjustable bases, uh, weighted blankets, you name it. All of it is 50% off over there. Largest savings in ghost bed history over there. Just in time for the holidays. All you got to do is type in that promo code Drinking Bros at checkout. And when you do check out, you're going to see a three-year pay-as-you-go program. No interest as long as you have decent credit over there. And all the deals that I mentioned, that 50% off, that's applicable with it. Stretch it out over three years. Get yourself a brand-new bedroom set today at ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Next up, we got dietsmoke.com. Our old friends at Diet Smoke are back. You're getting 50% off there, too. Promo code DB50 at dietsmoke.com. Always going to be a good show, and Diet Smoke's on it. For those of you who are new to THC, let me break it down for you. Diet Smoke crafts their premium THC products from 100% American-grown hemp. Uh, Speaking of crafting, the fellas over at Diet Smoke cooked up another can't-miss product. Their new Shrooms THC blended gummies have launched, and they're perfect. Uh, gigantic fan of those. Each gummy packs a dose of uplifting THC and euphoric mushrooms inside of there. Yeah, they got a refreshing flavor, great vibes, all discreetly shipped. You can't lose there. Each Diet Smoke product is third-party lab tested to ensure that you're only getting the best ingredients and nothing else. Uh, They've even... Uh, Got their lab results right there on the bag and a nice little QR code. You're good, man. Look, these are the only gummies I've ever had my entire life that are even. All right? I take a 10 milligram every single night uh, to help me go night-night. And it's it's not like getting them in some weird fucking shop in California or something like that where it's like, all right, this could be 30. That could be fucking 10. No. These are all been even. Uh, The mushrooms have been even. I'm a gigantic fan of these guys. They go anywhere from 5 to 150 milligrams over there. Uh, They've even got fucking vape pens that you can smoke weed out of. It's the best over there. What truly sets them apart is their commitment to their customers. If you don't love your experience, they'll take take care of you. They'll they'll give you your money back, dude. It's great. Uh, So here's the fun part. For all of our Drinking Bros listeners out there, go to dietsmoke.com. Use the code DB50 for 50% off any item, including the all-new Shroom Gummies. Remember, you must be 21 years or older to purchase, enjoy responsibly, and cheers to Diet Smoke. Uh, Next up, we got firstform.com forward slash drinking bros. Got to get those micro factors, dog. Uh, Just had them right now. Had them right before the show started here. Uh, put the box right on my desk, and uh, and it's a nice little reminder there to take your vitamins, dummy. Let's face it. We don't all uh, eat the way we should, work out the way we should on a daily basis, and uh, 
The vitamin aspects, man, it's something that you got to do. You don't really think about it. You got jars of shit. You run out of the shit. You don't really take all the shits. This takes care of uh, all of it for you. Puts it in a nice little clean packet for you. Boom, cardboard box. It spits out, and it's uh, it says, hey, Ross, it's time. What's in them? You got the uh, antioxidants, the CoQ10s, the multivitamins, the fruits and veggies, the probiotics, and the EFAs in here. All the fun stuff that you need to keep your body working. While you're over there, check out their energy drinks. Uh, those are the best in the biz, in my opinion. They're always sold out at My Gold's Gym, but uh, I love those guys. Uh, order those two. They got great apparel over there. Uh, all the things. First Form is one of the best companies in the business. Uh, go to firstform.com forward slash drinking bros today and get free shipping on orders over $75. That is firstform.com slash drinking bros. Last but not least, we got bioproteintech.com. We're going to try it. It's time to try it, kids. I've been on this for like two months. Uh, big fan. Drinking bros is going to get you $30 off. Over there at BioPro Plus, um, at BioProteinTech.com over there. Uh, look, this is another one, man, where uh, most guys are focused on testosterone and all that other stuff. Hormones, it's not even half the puzzle, all right? In order to absorb the testosterone optimally, uh, you got to adequate growth hormone. More specifically, uh, it's end results and growth factors here. BioPro Plus uh, gives you all those factors naturally. What is it? Well, I mean, it's it's uh, it's HGH, bro, without the needles and all that shit. That's what it is, okay? If you're listening into this, and uh, chances are you are, there's a countless guys that are out there who are struggling to see results in the gym and all that other shit. Um, it's it it must be something that's going on inside your system. I know it was with me over there. Uh, without adequate growth hormone and its end results, uh, growth factors, you can't really absorb all that testosterone that you have. Uh, whether it's syn- synthetic or natural, that's where BioPro Plus comes in. BioPro Plus fills in what you're missing out on to help maximize your performance in the gym, even how you look in the mirror, uh, without all the needles and the side effects, the doctor's visits, and all that other shit. BioPro Plus. Uh, is getting real guys, real results, really fast over there. So if you're over 30, dude, chances are you're only going to take it. It's just a vial. You put it underneath your tongue right before you go to bed, and uh, boom, you're good to go. You wake up feeling refreshed. Uh, you'll see uh, better results in the gym the next day, maybe even the bedroom. Head on over to BioProteinTech.com to learn more or click the link in the audio description and use the code DRINKINGBROS for $30 off your first order. Uh, Dan and I have been doing this for about two and a half months now. Huge fan of it so far. Uh, so, so far, so good, dude. I can, I can fucking vouch for it. BioProteinTech.com. Promo code DRINKINGBROS. $30 off your first initial order. And that's Fat Leonard for you. You know, good for fat fucking Leonard. Holy shit. I'm, I'm going to get fucking hammered tonight. Rocked at this Christmas just, party? It's going to get rough. I, I was just thinking about it. Like right now, I'm in a pretty good mood. Yep. Uh, just, you know, relatively healthy dude. Absolutely. I'm on peptides. I eat well. So yeah. I'm pretty happy. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to fucking, it's going to get, it's going to get weird tonight. 
Tonight's gonna get. Gross, I have to I to fucking deal with all the fucking people and shit. Not that I don't like you guys. I I don't. But not that's not the reason. Sure. That it's rough for me. I just crowds in general and socialization is not my fucking strong suit. I Wait, guess. are you taking mushrooms tonight? Well, a fan did drop off an ounce of mushrooms this morning. Yep. Before I got here, so thank you for that. Thank you so much for whatever that. your name is. Absolutely. We're not gonna say. Oh, it. we did. Oh, we're not allowed to say. Or you didn't. I, say I wouldn't because you know. So here, here's what was sent in for the Christmas party. This is why we love you guys. Full ounce of mushrooms. Yeah, and then somebody uh, mailed us some DMT. Right. So, uh, by the way, he did hit me up on Twitter, and he Quit said... Quit laughing it, back there. It's not a joke. It was okay Serious. to say his name. Oh, I don't um, want to say his name, though. Oh, you don't want to say his name? No, okay. no. Uh, he said it was fine, but he, he said, I uh, hope you guys enjoy it, and congratulations. And then uh, I, I definitely think there's a chance of snow in the forecast. Oh, there's well, always so. a, there's always that risk this time of year. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's the holidays, you know. <laughs> Blanta's going to be having some, I'm sure, back there. It should be a fun night. Uh, I wanted to ask you about this Stephen A. Smith thing mm. uh, that went viral last night. So I'm confused because he does 43 shows on ESPN. Does he have his own podcast? Yeah, as he's well? got a, he's got a new podcast now. Yeah, he does. Okay. Yeah. Um, so Bob, if you could play that clip of him last night, uh, if you go to Stephen A. Smith, uh, on, on his Twitter, uh, it was 20 hours ago. It says, this is a disgrace. It is inhumane. Uh, and this is regarding Texas's new immigration bill. Uh, pop that up and play it here. Greg Abbott, you ever heard of him? Wheelchair. He's the governor for the state of Texas on Monday. That governor, Governor Abbott, signed a bill into law that will allow the police to arrest migrants who enter the U.S. illegally. Oh, arrest somebody this for doing illegal shit? This law, takes effect in March, <laughs> allows any Texas law enforcement officer to arrest people who are suspected of entering the country illegally. This is bad, ladies and gentlemen. And before I go a step further, there's an individual by the name of Krish, K-R-I-S-H, Omara Vignaraja, V-I-G-N-A-R-A-J-A-H. That person is the CEO of Lutheran Immigration and Refugee Service, says, quote, by criminalizing the very act of seeking refuge, Texas is turning its back on the values of compassion and due process that make our nation the world's beacon of humanitarian leadership. That is one way to put it. There are various other ways to put it. This is a disgrace. It's inhumane. And it opens the floodgate to further divide our nation because when you have law enforcement that literally can arrest people over a suspicion, think about that for a second. People can be arrested who are suspected of entering the country illegally. Do you realize that that means a law enforcement official can walk up to somebody, all right, they look Hispanic. Okay, they, 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 their English is broken. They don't speak fluid English. So that could be a cause for me to arrest them. Let them deal with the problems later. Ladies and gentlemen, to get out of jail, bail costs money. It ain't free. To hire a lawyer, that costs money. 
it ain't free. You have essentially opened up an avenue to incarcerate people for no cause whatsoever other than a particular law enforcement official's suspicion. All right, uh, you can stop it. That's what we're going to do to our Latino brothers. So I want to get your thoughts on this. Uh, As soon as I saw it, I said, look, here's what we're willing to do as a show for Drinking Bros Podcast. We'll fly you down, put you first class, four seasons, whatever the nicest hotel is. We'll take you out with some Bortat guys that are friends of ours down to the border. Come look at it and then provide an opinion after that. Um, Because this shit that's going on right now keeps getting fucking worse and worse and worse. Everybody will say this is inhumane, and then when it gets to their front doorstep, they won't do a goddamn thing. Yeah, Yeah. well, let's address the the truly dumb shit he said. Um, He just has no understanding of how criminal justice works, I guess. But um, being arrested is not being incarcerated. Those are two very different things, right? Being detained or whatever the fuck. You're under arrest. All right, whatever. That's not even implied in this. What it says is that it is a crime to be in the country illegally and that you can be arrested for that crime. Mm -hmm. I can detain you temporarily on suspicion of a crime should I see probable cause for that. Probable cause being uh, looking like you're fucking not from here. And that doesn't just mean Mexican. There's uh, like it's Texas. There's Mexicans everywhere here. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not going to be the case that every Mexican gets stopped. But if you're around a border town and you're walking around with fucked up ass clothes like you just fucking crossed a river, Mm -hmm. it's like, hey, can I see your ID? Okay, cool. Show them your ID and then move on about your business. That's it. If you're a fucking American citizen. Yeah. Um, Now, people will compare it to the show me your papers stuff. Um, It'll invariably turn to a discussion about Nazis. He he didn't do it, I don't think, in this, but somebody will soon. Keith Olerman's out there right now talking oh, yeah. about Nazis. Fuck yeah. Um, you know, and look, we have, we have the, the right to self-governance and self-defense of our country. It's property rights, very basic, right? Um, <clears throat> the idea that, that so we don't hurt somebody's feelings, you can't ask for ID. Now, that person can say no. And say, no, I'm not going to show you my ID. What crime am I committing? Here's the crux. This is what he doesn't understand and what people unfamiliar with the law enforcement community don't understand. If I, if one of us is walking down, or let's say Zeus. Zeus is walking down the street. He's Mexican, right? All his family is Mexican. Zeus is walking down the street and an officer tries to detain him for, for something. Like, hey, I think you're up to no good. Come here and show me your ID. Zeus can say, I'm an American citizen. I'm not showing you shit until you tell me what crime you think I committed and what evidence you have to justify this detention. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I'm fucking going to keep walking, right? Yeah. That is a legal thing for a citizen to do. Um, <clears throat> if the crime is unlawful presence and you have some kind of attributes that make you look like you're there unlawfully, whether you came from a fucking stash house and they saw you or you were in a fucking big van and a bunch of dudes got out of the back of it or whatever the fuck or whatever else is going on there. There is probable cause for a crime. That's the difference. Mm -hmm. It's not show me your papers. It's not like you can't be here unless you're this. It's like there's 10 million people have come over the border the last three years. And unlawful presence is a crime in Texas. So you look like you're guilty of this crime. Prove to me you're not. 
okay, due process has been done. Go on about your business. The yep. end. Yep. There's no cash bail, no fucking lawyers. It wouldn't be necessary. You either are an American citizen or you're not. At the end. So what the fuck? I, I don't really get it because we've been having this debate for a while because this will go back to voting as well. And, uh, you know, show me your ID when you vote. Some states obviously have a problem with that. North Carolina being one of them. You don't have to do it. Texas, you have to show your ID. And people that live here, by the way, people that live in Texas and other border towns, they know the difference between Mexican dudes who ha- live here and mm-hmm. ones who just got here. Right. You can fucking spot them from a mile away. Holy shit. Are you fucking kidding me? It's like, I don't mean this to be racial, but it's like the difference. Like if a Cameroonian dude walked in here, I know the difference between him and my black friends I grew up with. Yeah. Everything is different. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's just fucking retarded. Uh, but it's, this, this all revolves around this issue that uh, we can't solve the immigration crisis here and nobody will do anything. Uh, Biden won't do anything at the border and all this other shit. Uh, there was another video that went viral um, regarding Delta. Did you see oh, this yeah. one? Yeah. Uh, you can pull up. Her name is Ashley St. Clair, Bob. Um, yeah. So on Twitter, it's at uh, St. St. Clair, C-L-A-I-R, and then Ashley, A-S-H-L-E-Y. Um, and she talks about her Delta experience there. Yep. Top video. Yeah. I mean, she... Th- is that this, a Babylon B writer, I guess? Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This this is just like way too late. Well, fucking clout this chasing is what I don't, I don't know that it's clout chasing necessarily because in, until you see it in person, it's so shocking that like unless you wouldn't have pointed that out to me at that airport that day, I, I think I just would have went on with my life and not really thought much about it. Uh, but this has actually happened to us on seven different flights this year. Play her video because a lot more people are starting to notice what's going on. And it's very odd. Phoenix Airport right now, I'm waiting to board my flight to New York, uh, to JFK, and it looks like we have a whole lot of migrants who are also boarding this flight that the U.S. taxpayers are paying for. This is what the U.S. taxpayers are paying for right here. Premium seats on Delta that they have people coming here. We're paying for this, shipping them out to New York City because guess what? Everywhere else is at capacity, so they have these sanctuary cities like New York, that they're now shipping these migrants to, that we're all paying for. Yeah, so, okay, press pause. So the first time I saw this, and we, we showed this on the show a year and a half ago, maybe, uh, and again, it's simply because I was with you and you pointed it out, and I was like, holy shit. That was four years ago, bud. Was it really? Yeah. That's how long God, I've been doing it. this story. God damn it, man. Uh, so four years ago, and we, we took pictures, we showed them on air. Uh, I think James Klug came on afterward. Mm-hmm. Uh, confirmed it, and uh, he had a little more detail of what of what was uh, happening here. So yeah, like that that Stephen A. Smith mentioned that Lutheran organization. Mm-hmm. They're one of the facilitators of this. Correct. They're giving people money. Them and another Catholic organization is giving people money, and uh, like, hey, good luck in America. Yep. Like, all right, cool, man. Um, the, it, this is a passive invasion. But somebody's funding these flights. So on my last, that's the one, U.S. government. It is. Yeah. It's it's the why isn't that illegal though? It's what I don't understand. It's ORR. It's the Office of Resettlement. That's who does it. So the pipeline is essentially: you come across the border, you get detained, uh, you get screened for terrorist bullshit and COVID still for some fucking reason, and then you get sent to ORR, and they fucking if it's if it's a minor, they give you to MVM Inc. 
and they fucking take these kids. Who the fuck knows where they're trafficking kids all over the place? Mm-hmm. Um, and if it's a uh, if it's adult people, they just give them a plane ticket and a fucking Manila envelope full of cash. Yeah, send them on their way. I, and I'm not going to go hard on Delta on this because uh, again, I've seen this seven times this year alone, and some of it was on American Airlines as well. Uh, the one for Delta, so she was going from Phoenix, and they, they were sending them to New York. On our flight back from Phoenix, they were shipping people out. Uh, now, their envelope said Newark, New Jersey on there, so a lot of them are going there. Uh, and this will tie back into the Eric Adams thing where you know he said his city's overcrowded, and it's because of uh, uh, wheelchair bussing people around. This isn't all just fucking Texas and Florida and wheelchair and, and DeSantis here. This is our own government funding this and putting these people on planes. The last flight I was on, there was about 15 or 20 of them on there. They had relatively nice clothes that were all kind of mismatched from like a different year. Yeah, it's probably Goodwill stuff, to be yeah. honest. I'm sure ORR is just, taking, just going out of Goodwill and buying a bunch of shit and giving them clothes. Um, but they had new shoes. They had a cell phone. They had money. Um, and then key phrases that were written on the back of the envelope of what to say, I guess, in English. To wherever they got to yeah, in their think, final uh, destination. Don't do a solo biblioteca is one I kept seeing. Yep. Where is the library? And then something about pantalones as well, I believe I saw. Don't do a solo uh, mis pantalones, which is where are my pants. Mm. Um, but uh, I've seen this so often that, I, that with this video, I don't necessarily think Homegirl was clout chasing. Oh, no, not, not her. I don't mean her specifically. Uh, and I don't, clout chasing is not the right word. It's just like people are posting this and putting breaking and capital letters in front right. of it. It's like, yeah, I broke this story four fucking years you ago. You did, yeah. And we've been talking about it nonstop the whole time. And so is James Klug and a couple of other people as well have been on this fucking story for a long time. I think actually, um, <clears throat> what's that dick's name? Bongino as well. Yeah, Dan Bongino. Been on this for a while. Um, but this one in particular went viral. 19 million views. Well, there was on another this. one too at a, t- at a ticketing counter. Um, Bob, go to Libs at TikTok because um, she posted this one. And this is another one that I fucking. The it, it was MVM people, but there, she was like, uh, the American government's trafficking people. Like, yeah, fucking sure are. Sure. Uh, while you're looking for that, Bob, like I'll, I'll go into the rest of mine. So the the last flight that I was on, and I, like I said, there was about 10 or 15 of uh, of these migrants on there. They were asking people to get off the flight and then like trading vouchers and shit like that because the flight was overcrowded. Well, it's only overcrowded because you're shipping illegals somewhere. Well, there are, there could have been fat people too. So here's here's the one lives at TikTok posted. Okay. Where are you guys moving these kids to? Do you guys got paperwork for these kids? That guy right there, that fat dude with the lanyard on, that's MVM Inc. Okay. You guys know anything about this? About these guys moving these kids to the airport? Yeah. Straight up. That's Gomer fucking pile right there. Yeah. Welcome to America. And this guy, this coward hunter, there he is. I could film in this public place, brother. Where are you guys moving these kids to? Where are you guys moving these kids to? Huh? It's not any business, my friend. But do you guys have paperwork for these kids? Don't worry about it. I am worried about it. Don't worry about it. I am worried about it. You know what? A third of these kids go missing. I'm sorry. A third of these kids go missing. 86,000. This is the truth? Mm-hmm. Are missing it right is. now. Correct. That's according to the New York Times article. One third of these kids that dropped off at this pond. I mean, these, this looks like a, these look like grown men, though. How old are these kids? You guys work for Compass Connections? Say so. Huh? Say so. Yes or no? You didn't answer anything, man. Okay, that's fine. Well, this is a public place. I'm allowed to film here. You can do whatever you want to do. That's fine. 
Okay. Why are you guys so secretive? I'm so curious. Like, what's the big secret here? Hello? She's like, you know more than us, so... Huh? She's like, you know more than us, so you tell us, so... Okay, I just don't understand. Like, why are you hiding your face, man? What's the big secret? Hey, amigo. Amigo. Amigos. You tell these kids not to talk, huh? Yo, amigo. Wow, I've never seen this video, actually. Damn, man. What's going on here? Hey, can I ask you guys a question? I'm, I'm just filming for my own safety. You guys know anything about this? About, yeah, it happens every day. About these guys moving these kids through the airport? Yeah. Straight up. It's America. It's America. He said it's America. It's America. It's America. Where we move kids through <laughs> Not really, though, right? No. no. You guys proud of what you're doing here? It's pretty wild, man. Welcome to America. Welcome to America, it says. Okay, we're good, Bob. Um, with this, uh, who is it? Muckraker.com? Yeah. We'll give him a shout out here. Uh, but with this, getting on a plane, how do you get on a plane without an ID? Yeah, um, that's why that, that's a big problem. Huge. Because not only are they getting on the plane with ID, but then they're getting dropped off in whatever communities they're going to without ID as well. Mm -hmm. um, without <clears throat> being like... And you got to wonder what the, the host cities, if you want to call them that. So you mentioned Newark earlier. At, at what level is Newark involved in this? Or to just like a couple hundred Mexicans show up in their fucking neighborhoods every week. You know what I mean? Like how, what was that? I certainly the city council or the mayor, somebody knows something about this shit. Somebody has to, because uh, Newark has been uh, on two or three of them that I've seen uh, once was with you. Uh, I can't imagine Newark has the resources for anything. Have you been in Newark? Yeah, it sucks. It sucks. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a shithole. I can't imagine. I mean, they do they tax have... the shit out of people, but they, yeah, it, it sucks there. But how um, do you tax somebody who's who's not legal and doesn't have an identification or social security? Uh, there's no taxes involved there, well, and then there we're is. just chunking out money for cell phones, yeah. flights, all that other stuff. There, there, uh, there are taxes, but um, <clears throat> we I explained this before a couple of months ago, but it isn't a lot. A lot of people think it's they want them to vote. But really what it is is like a long-term – well, one is destabilization of the country, but a lot of it is uh, – it's not about voting. It's about upping the population number in urban centers so they get more congressional seats. That's what it's really about. So you get – just because they can't vote, doesn't they still get counted in the, in the census, yep. right? So if I had 100,000 new uh, people to a city that's solid blue, then I get a, a new congressional district, that's the math. Yeah. Right? And if I do that enough times, if I do it once per state, I got 50 new fucking congressional seats over the next 10 or 15 years, right? It's that, it's that fucking simple. It is. I, I just Why look at it, it from, <laughs> like, we'll take Newark in general. Uh, having a house there, I've had to fly into that airport a million times and then usually drive out and all that stuff. I shot part of a TV show there uh, once for MTV, so I spent a few days, like, within the city there. There's already crime. It's already a fucking shithole. I don't see how adding uh, immigrants who have no money, have no ID, don't even speak the language, 
are going to help benefit that city mm-hmm. either. Not only are they going to be sucking out taxpayers' money to pay for housing or whatever the fuck else they need, uh, food and clothing included there, but they're not adding value to that city other than potentially maybe a vote at that yeah. point. But Well, it know, wouldn't even be, I mean, maybe 10 or 15 years down the road, it's a vote, but it's mostly about the census. And it's also mostly about... Um, extracting wealth from the population. So these people come here, maybe they're a drag on society, maybe they work and do some kind of job that benefits society or not, but a dozen different charities pop up in that area to deal with the migration crisis, right? Mm-hmm. And that is just a fucking vehicle to tax the fuck out of people and, and give that money to their buddies who run the nonprofits, like MVM Inc. For yeah. Yeah, it's just the way it is, man. I just don't know how they're getting clearance into these fucking airports. The shit we have to go through just to get on the fucking because plane? Because the federal government sets this policy. So if, if Trump were to go in there, could he shut this all down tomorrow and say, we're yes. fucking done with these organizations? Yeah. <clears throat> so in no way, shape, or form are these private or- organizations that the government doesn't know about? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. No, it's a, it's a public... It's, it's, it's soft fascism. It's a public-private partnership. So, uh, again, that pipeline is... Detained by Border Patrol, screened for illnesses and terrorism, uh, and then they're handed over to ORR, who distributes them to a couple of different organizations. Um, and and I know for a fact that ORR doesn't check. They, so you don't have to prove anything. It, I, so I know that 50 fucking migrants, 50 illegal immigrants are coming over the border tomorrow. I know they're going to be detained tomorrow because they called me and told me that, right? Mm-hmm. So I have four or five different people say they're sponsors for particular people inside that group, right? And give them a fucking physical address, even if it's the same goddamn address for all 50 fucking people, which has happened multiple times. I got proof of that. And the ORR person doesn't have the technological capability or access to see if that's even true or not. It's like, oh, you're a sponsor for fucking Mike, Davey, and Joe? Good to go. We'll send them your way. Right, and they just hang up the fucking phone, and they send the, they give them to the MVM, MVM Inc, and they take them to that address. The end, and that's where we lose track of them. This is for all these military age males coming in, but it's mm-hmm. also for fucking children that are coming in. It's the same goddamn process for both groups. It's fucking crazy. It is crazy. Uh, the fact that it actually goes on in this country, and we're able to see it and see videos like this, and nobody does cares or says anything about it. I mean, more and more people are speaking out, but. Uh, yeah, you called this fuck four. That was four years ago, huh? Well, the one, the guy we ran into in Dallas was three years ago. Okay. But the first story I did on this was four years ago. And then even before me, uh, a year, like six months before I started talking about MVM Inc., I think the New York Times ran an article about it. But it was during Trump. They were just trying to get something out. Like Trump's trafficking kids. Then as soon as Biden got elected, fucking. Yeah. Crickets. What the fuck happened? Yeah, nothing's going on, man. Nothing's going on. Uh, CNN's new headline right now, by the way, reads, uh, the Supreme Court will decide the 2024 election. Yeah, I, they sure will. Yeah, but well, it's, uh, think about what they're saying there. They know that Trump will win if he's allowed to run. <laughs> That's what they're saying, right? Yeah. Holy shit, dude. Uh, what a wild time, man, to yeah. be alive. Uh, look, kids, we got the Christmas show tonight. Join us live at uh, 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central. Uh, we pin the uh, the fundraiser here for Lopez. Uh, Bob, where are we at here since the start of the show? Uh, picked up a couple more bucks. Boom. 
Yeah, uh, looks like Jonathan Arnold dropped in 175. Perfect. Seven We're, minutes ago. Dude, Rav for Lopez on uh, GoFundMe here. We are uh, $3,200 away. Yeah, it looks like That's four. unbelievable. It's uh, great. Ten more people donated in the last hour. Fuck yeah, dude. Thanks, you guys. Um, the car will be here tonight. So we've got a separate camera on the car on YouTube tonight. Uh, we'll, you'll be able to see it. Uh, what it is, nice car. Uh, actually, and uh, and if he doesn't get it, well, sorry, he doesn't get it, um, you know. And that's just the rules. We'll kind of just blow it up in here or set it on fire. I'm kidding. Uh, let's donate and try to get him the car here. Uh, I'm gonna, you know what I'm gonna try to do? I'm gonna go home because we're gonna change and get ready tonight. Today was a bonus episode because we're gonna tonight's show as well. But um, uh, I'm gonna try to to find that last uh, Vandenham uh, costume. Maybe we can auction that off tonight mm-hmm. and help out. Uh, I know there was two made for the movie. Uh, Jared sold one for another fundraiser maybe three years ago for, for a Christmas thing we did uh, for some listeners. And maybe we'll sell the other one here tonight. It was the only two that were ever made for it, uh, if we still have it. My house went through a couple floods, so I'll look in the, uh, my shit tonight. Uh, in the meantime, though, yes, uh, please continue to donate, and then that'll go through tonight. Uncle Laser will be here. Jared will be here. Dan will be here. Uh, we'll be getting fucked up tonight. Uh, if you're in the Austin area, please join us tonight. Janelle Barbecue uh, in town is uh, is catering for us here. Plenty of hard AF seltzers. Uh, the new ones, by the way. So uh, we just got into the state of Texas late last night. Um, bought these at Total Wine over off uh, Brody Lane over there. Fridge full of them. If you donate to the uh, the campaign here, you get a free case of seltzer tonight to take home with you so at least you're getting something here and uh and then we'll have you guys all on camera and all that other stuff uh in the meantime who's back there for drinking bro of the week who do we got there uh come on up sir we'll have you on here He's got a um, cane his way up you got a cane what happens covid COVID. uh really was that was that really what it was right no shit we'll talk about it yeah um I like that button down there. That's nice. Appreciate you. Uh, yeah, got an inch from your face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got it. You know now, dude. You know. Uh, welcome to the show. What's your name? Uh, Scott Mallory. Welcome, dude. Thanks yeah. for being here. We hey, appreciate, appreciate you having dude. me. This place is awesome. Oh, thanks, buddy. Yeah, you're right. The doors are always open. They are They're open. Kinda... <laughs> you can come as long as we're shooting. Um, sometimes we'll, we'll kind of film in advance or, or whatever. Today was a little bit earlier because uh, we're getting ready for the Christmas show, but we wanted to go live with this Colorado story here. Yeah, um, awesome. Are you going to stay for the party? Yeah, I actually came down from Fort Worth to, for the party. I got Fuck here a little early. Yeah, figured dude. You're welcome to stay and hang and drink and booze and all that stuff, dude. I you're, appreciate you're it. You're good to go. Uh, Dan's got to go walk his dog, and I, I believe Delco does too. And I got to change and grab my kids yeah. from school. Yeah, I Today's gotta their last gonna... day. No, you're good. You can rage. <laughs> Stay here and rage. We got plenty of booze, uh, everything. Yeah, Joel lives here. It's fine. Yeah, I, literally. Have you seen his trailer? <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. 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 It's mm. nice. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> what, dude? <laughs> it's a nice trailer. Yeah. It's a nice. No. No one's talking shit about your trailer. Hey, your wife is in town. Are you guys staying in the trailer or are you staying at Dan's house? No, they're staying in an Airbnb. Oh, really? Yeah. Look at you, dude. It's like you guys are on a constant honeymoon. Well, actually, no, they might not be because it got kicked out or something. You guys got kicked out of your Airbnb? Is that real? Yeah, Greg Abbott sent some cops over to arrest her since she's an illegal immigrant. Yeah, and, dude, uh, you got to get her out. We'll get, hey, I'll give her a, a manila envelope with some key phrases in English on it and a cell phone. All right, we'll give her the same stuff. I'll give her a Benetton uh, pullover and uh, and maybe some true religion jeans. 
That's what I keep seeing, by the way, with these immigrants <laughs> on the planes. I'm not kidding. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. It's all like Ed Hardy shit they're wearing. And I'm like, yeah. oh, they, they don't know. It's the know. shit we threw out 10 years ago. Exactly. Uh, that's what's happening here. Uh, what's happening with you, though? Why, why the cane? Um, so kind of like you, two years ago in September, I uh, got diagnosed with COVID. Uh, Did you have anything before that? Let me ask you that. No. Okay. Nothing. So I, I had pneumonia before it. Well, I got pneumonia during. Oh, during. During. Oh, shit. So, that I've uh, never heard of. How, did, yeah. how does that work? It's a double decker, I guess. Yeah. Uh, got real sick, low energy, went feeling great. Uh, didn't really want to go to the doctor, but was forced to. I went to those little dock in the boxes and they ridiculed me about uh, not getting my vaccine. Sure. And sent me home with a bottle of cough syrup. Two days later, I'm uh, in a coma yep. for 30 days. 30? 30 days. Um, 30 days. Yeah. In they so mine get, was 11. Yeah, it's crazy. 30, I can't imagine. Yeah, so they couldn't get my oxygen level and my heart rate to where they need to be, so they decided just to keep me under. And then while I was under, they figured they had to put me on the ventilator. Okay. Uh, Ventilator blew out my left lung. They patched that up, put a couple of tubes in. Uh, Probably about a month later, they blew out my right side, so it just kept on extending my hospital stay, hospital stay. And, uh, do you ever look back on it and, and wonder how much was real and how, how much wasn't real there? Yeah, quite a bit, mm-hmm. quite a bit. Um, you guys said it a couple of times, but it really isn't COVID that kills people. It's the protocol that they put in place right. that kills people. Um, but anyway, so I was in the hospital for about a total of six months. Holy uh, shit. And, uh, the whole time they kind of focused on, you know, me breathing, which is important. But they didn't really take care of my legs. So if you don't move your legs for extended period of time, yep. you lose all your muscle, your tendons. Atrophy. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it really got me pretty good. So um, like I said, I'm about two years out of this. And I have uh, some major problems and nerve problems in my legs. So when I'm on uh, places where I'm not really familiar with, you know, the cane kind of helps. Gotcha. Gotcha. So I, I can go through my sitch and what kind of happened. Uh, and maybe this will help or maybe it won't. Um, so pneumonia, I knew I had it. Uh, it was one of those things where uh, I've been in the hospital for four times already. I knew I was susceptible to it, but it was mostly just from uh, just overworking and exhaustion and, and, and all the other stuff. Right. right. Uh, you know, with this, not only do we do about 125 shows a month out of here, but uh, I was writing a book. We were launching a seltzer company and all that shit. Wasn't sleeping. Uh, wasn't eating well. All, all that other stuff. A lot of stress. I knew I had the pneumonia. And then I was like, all right, if I can just make it to Thanksgiving. And then I can rest and everything will be fine. Right. And, uh, and then I didn't. Uh, my wife was just like, hey, you're not doing well. You got to go in. And I was like, all right, cool. And I'd been in for, for before. Didn't really think anything of it. Got COVID on top of it. Uh, and then ended up in there. They put me on a coma or the same thing that you had for 11 days. Um, I got the tubes in my right side, right. uh, two different times. Uh, now a lot like you, when I got up, when I, when I, you know, I was there for a total of 45 days, uh, I couldn't walk. Yeah. So I had to learn to walk again. I had to, to learn to talk again. I had a speech pathologist. I had all that other stuff. Uh, and my wife, uh, who you'll meet tonight, uh, treated it like, uh, like Jamie Foxx, which was smart. She was just like, look, I'm not giving out any info and everything will be fine. And which it was, right? Like, you know, I was able to come back uh, and be somewhat normal. Now, much like you, uh, yours was, is with a cane and for walking. Mine is my abs. So I have so much nerve damage in my abs that I can no longer do a sit-up, 
a crunch or anything like that. Uh, and the pain is tremendous. So if you just touch it with a pen top like this, right? Uh, it's, it's very, very painful. If I put on a seatbelt in the car every single day, it's painful and I can feel it. Um, and with that, it was when they ripped the tubes out. Yeah, that's not fun. No. no. And they don't, uh, they don't tell you that and they're just kind of like, oh, hey, hang on for this or whatever. But that's when it all changed for me. However, it's been two years for me as well. Uh, and I still have extensive nerve damage in my stomach. Um, like I said, I can't do sit-ups. I can't do any of that stuff. Um, and, uh, and it's hard for somebody who has worked out most of their life. And, uh, and then you got to get used to this new body. Yeah, it's a whole new body. world. Yeah. 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 And it's, it's, it's not fun. Yeah, I've, uh, uh, they put me on fentanyl patches, and it destroyed the nerves in my shoulders. And with the, uh, the tubes, I developed a pulmonary fibrosis. So 40% of my lungs are scar tissue now. Uh. So when I laugh, cough, uh, yawn, mm-hmm. any type of extenuous breath, Sorry. It, it feels like someone's stabbing you. Yeah. But, you know, hey, we get through it and uh, you move on. Yeah, I, I'm, it, I'm the same way, man. It is what it is. And, like, I'll, I'll have people come up to me and they're like, hey, are, are, you know, aren't you grateful to be alive and all that other stuff? And I was like, it's, it's hard to say. I'm, I'm more grateful for my wife you know, in particular, but it's hard to say that when it's something that, uh, you know, Pneumonia, I understand. Like, I, I get all that. COVID, it, when it's, it was a disease that was probably created in a lab. Sure. And then sent off around the world. And, it, and a lot of people either died or got fucked up from it, like us or whatever. Like, I, no, I have no answer for that. And the government doesn't give us one. So, like, what the, what the fuck am I going to say about it? None. You can't, you can't say anything about it. Can't do anything about it. And you just got to, you know, move it on. Because no one really wants to hear about it anymore. No. You know, it's over. It's done. Totally, man. Um, so I don't bring it up to people at all. No, Unless no. somebody asks or somebody's got a problem, and I'm like, oh, hey, man, I'll tell you what happened. Yeah. Um, looking back at all of it, uh, just out of curiosity, yeah. uh, when you were in the coma, did you feel like you were still alive? You know, I've had some, some dreams yep. that were pretty fucked up. but uh, That's what happened to me. Um, yeah, but... But the dreams were so intense that they were memories. So I oh, remember yeah. them today as if they were a memory, and I lived that day. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So it's the same thing with you? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I didn't see any cool shit. Did you see Jesus or dead no, grandpa? No, I wish I did. Or, I wish I, I would no, see something either. more. I was like, I this is kind of bullshit, you know? <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. But, you know. I miss my dog and my Uncle Charles, you know? Yeah. It's just like Bone Thugs yeah. and Harmony. Show somebody from the other side. I didn't you know, see but it. Yeah. No, no. It was, uh, so I spent 30 years working in retail. Okay. In the retail industry. Yeah. And my dreams were that I was in a hospital bed in a retail store. And it's totally fucked up. But now it kind of makes sense. You know, I was looking at a re- thought was register, which was a health monitor, mm-hmm. you know, and the customers were nurses and, you know, it all, it all kind of makes sense in my head. I understand that. So for, for mine, my dreams were that I was in the hospital. I couldn't email people back and I was missing the show every day. Yeah. Yeah. I kept on feeling like I was, so it was my normal something. life. But I couldn't do anything about it where I was yeah. like, oh, well, I got to email so-and-so back or I got to order these cans for the seltzer or I gotta, I'm going to miss this show today or the rating's going to be good or the advertiser's going to be pissed off or, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. And I was more stressed in that, in that state than I was in real life right. because I had no control over it. And I was like, what the fuck? Um, so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, very similar. Yeah, it was, it's, it's pretty gnarly. Yeah. Uh, and then when I look back on it, 
there's certain things that I'm like, like triggering things that I can't hear or think because I, I heard it in the hospital, mm-hmm. but I was, you know, under quote unquote. And I was like, well, shit, I remember those fucking days like they were real days. Yeah. They were more they stressful were. than real work days. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, they definitely felt. I, I always had this anxiety about I'm late for something or I got to go somewhere or I got to find my kids or. Right. You know, and that, you know, where you're already in a stressful situation puts you out even more stressful. So for sure. Yeah. Uh, and little by little, I'm starting to hear these stories like two years later. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, part of it is, is uh, people feel comfortable talking about it. Uh, the other part, I think, is uh, nurses and doctors are more comfortable talking to, to me about it, of what they were going through. Uh, I won't say her name, but she was here a couple of weeks ago, one of our listeners. And, uh, and she said they were getting 10000 a patient. Uh, and they had all the benefit in the world, just popping it on a ventilator and then, uh, you know, charging you for every single thing they could. And then they'll deal with it if they can. If you die, you die. And that's kind of it. Yeah. yeah. And let me tell you, those ventilators, uh, those aren't fun. No. No. no not at all. No. <laughs> Not at all. I talked to the, the Dakota Meyer afterwards, and uh, he was like, "Man, most people don't come out of that shit." So. Yeah, I was very fortunate, and kind of like we were talking about earlier with uh, Jesse being a huge advocate. If you don't have an advocate when you're in those kind of situations, you're fucked. You're fucked. Yep. And my wife was there all every day, managed a, a job, mm-hmm. managed raising two kids while I'm in the laying in the hospital bed, and she knew every nurse. Yep. She knew when they were coming Same. in, when they left, mm-hmm. what they did, what they administered. You know, she got a full recap on shift changes. Yep. And, you know, I, my bed was kind of close to the nurse's station. And you can hear the phone ring and the nurses would say, now yeah, your wife's calling. You know, I was like, yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, if it went for her, I wouldn't be here. Easy. Is that your drinking bro of the week? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Most amazing person in the world. Same. Same. Uh, with, without her, same thing. Because uh, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a strange situation. Um, and yeah, looking back on it, yeah, yes, obviously grateful to be alive and all that stuff. But for something you can't see or do, if I'd have made a mistake in something or, uh, right. you know, fucking plowed into somebody and gotten, you know, drove into drunk into a fucking telephone pole, fine. You know, uh, that's my own fault. But something that, you're, that is beyond your control is, uh, is just absolutely nuts here. Right. Um, we'll close out the show with this. Are we allowed to play that right now? Is that up here? Uh, no, no. I mean, do you do you have volume on it? Yeah. Be great. Shit. Let's do it. I don't know if we can play it on YouTube. Ah, fuck it. Who cares? It's Christmas. Um. So uh, a lot of you guys hit us up here. Uh, we've been working most of the day, getting ready for this party and all this other stuff. So we didn't get a chance to see it. Uh, however. Uh, Joe Rogan was kind enough to, uh, to put our little program here, the Drinking Bros podcast, on the show today with Tim Dillon, uh, right around the 29-minute mark here, and, uh, and it was Dan's description of that, uh, that new plane we're about to roll out and fuck up the world here in four years. Uh, did this show a few weeks ago, and, uh, and thank you for doing it. Look, uh, if Rogan mentions you, it's it's like the the white Oprah for us. Uh, it does very very well. Uh, go ahead and play the clip if you can here, Delco. This is uh, from the Drinking Bros podcast. I'm going to send this to you, Jamie. But that's just the tip of the the iceberg. So it has, um, it is able to analyze algorithmically the enemy's radar package, like how they're able to determine radar, and then it can fucking instantaneously send that information not not just radar but so it can it can 
instantaneously uh, detect the enemy's radar patterns. Um, it can detect all of their uh, troop placements, their aircraft carrier placements, their submarine placements with ground-penetrating radar, and their, uh, 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 their armor placements, and immediately send a graphic of that back to every fucking other friendly force in the, in the, in the workspace, or mm -hmm. I'm sorry, in the battle space, instantaneously. One of these. Yeah. And just fly over an area un undetected, and be like, all right, beep, 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 yep. beep, beep, and this shit just starts popping up. Um, it also can carry six fucking nukes. <laughs> this <laughs> aircraft is essentially 100% radar proof. Jesus. Well, we need How it. How wild is that? Well, we need it. You know, we're, we're, we're heading wild. into perilous time. Awesome, man. So uh, that was dope to see. We appreciate you guys tagging us. And it's a uh, shout out to Joe Rogan for, uh, for putting that clip up there. And uh, Jamie. And Jamie, yep, young Jamie over there, who's a friend of uh, the show, uh, and then for Dan for uh, for knowing about this fucking wild ass shit. Until Dan even dropped that story on the show, I had no idea this existed. Uh, and it's also one of my favorite things about doing this show, especially with somebody like him on a daily basis, is I get to learn about it. I didn't know about the fucking immigrant shit that we talked about at the top of the show. I didn't know about the goddamn plane shit. Uh, so every day, at least I feel like I learned something cool. Whether or not I'll ever get to use it in a game of Jeopardy against my grandma is another story. But it is fun here on a daily basis, and we do love this job. Big time uh, shout out to Instagram for being so off on the censorship of the, uh, the curse words. Not even close. Uh, why do they even bother over there? You it's know? gotten worse. I don't know how it's that bad. I don't either. And every time good. you want to say AI is fucking here, then you have something like that where you're like, man, fuck you, Zuckerberg. You had record year of profits this year. Do you f see Facebook's uh, profits there? And yes, they own Instagram. Record fucking year there. And uh, we got a fucking no-go. Thanks, bro. Uh, but either way, shout out to Joe Rogan for, uh, for, for posting this today. It's, uh, it means a lot to us. Uh, thank you guys at home for donating here. Uh, we are now up to $97.41. $3,200 away from our goal for last Ro Lopez's new car tonight. It will be, be here outside the door. Uh, we will be live at 8 o'clock Eastern on this YouTube channel whether or not they yank it down, who fucking knows? So tune in tonight, uh, donate to Rav for Lopez, and we will give him the car live on air tonight. Appreciate you being here too as well. Uh, help yourself to any seltzer, all that other stuff. I'm going to go grab the kids, put them to bed be be before their father does something debaucherous here. <laughs> it's going to get gross tonight. Can't wait. I can't wait either. <laughs> uh, thanks for tuning in, kids. If you can't be here, go to iTunes, rate the show five star, and leave a quick review. Also, head on over to Spotify. It's just a five star, and you can walk away. For D'Anthony to Anthony Holloway, I'm Ross Patterson. This is the Drinking Bros Podcast. Good night, everyone. <laughs>